This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Polmeyer and Kyle Mann, shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast this week. Um, Kyle and I, I don't know, we, uh, well, we've done some research, I guess, and and uh, we have some famous names that have used whole life insurance policies, the cash values associated with them for business. And we thought we'd share some of that with you guys. Yeah. And I don't know that these guys are necessarily like consciously practicing IBC. I mean, I imagine most of them weren't, but that's in a sense what they were doing. Right. So I think we'll just, we'll just jump right into it then. Yeah. So um, I guess the, one of the first people that we've read about doing this was JC Penny. So yeah, he, uh, I mean, he was using his cash value as an emergency fund basically in the 1930s. Um, his company did awesome in the 20s, you know, great cash flow, bought real estate, stocks, whole life insurance. But the market goes up and the market goes down. It tanked in 29 and the economy tanked with it mm-hmm. and led to the Great Depression. And Penny was able to borrow against his cash value to make payroll and keep inventory on the shelves, which, you know, kept his business alive through the Great Depression. And that's something we often say, what a great opportunity and emergency fund. And this, if, who knows if he didn't have this, I mean, how JCPenney would have actually turned out through the Great Depression, if it would have lasted. Yeah, and, and maybe it's just like a, a good reminder, like, I know people think that we absolutely despise the stock market, and... um that that's not true. We just don't like how it's spoken about, I guess, and how people think about it. We think is incorrect. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's good to have things. You know, it may be good to have some stocks and some whole life insurance because you're using an uncorrelated asset. Yeah, and I don't necessarily hate the stock market, but I guess I can probably say I hate qualified plans. Sure, <laughs> sure. But I don't like people being in control of <laughs> of my finances. Yeah, exactly. So, so we'll, we'll we'll keep the topic here. And another name that everybody's going to know is Walt Disney. So Walt Disney presented his idea of a theme park called Disneyland to bankers, and they didn't really see his vision. So he couldn't get any money. So instead of using traditional banks, Disney sold one of his houses and borrowed against the cash value of his whole life insurance to start Disneyland on his own. What does that uh, produce in revenue every year now, Kyle? Um, over 70 million. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. And the bankers couldn't see his vision. What if he didn't have that cash value to get that started? I mean, yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's an opportunity that you couldn't have taken advantage of. No, we talk about that all the time. It's, it's those things that you cannot see. I mean, you can't put it on an illustration, the opportunities that are going to come your way. You no just way. can't see that stuff. Absolutely. No. And if you, you don't have any money in your pocket or your savings account right now, you can't see that stuff either. And it's not always been this easy as it is right now to get loans. Like, look at that. I mean, he, they didn't give him a loan for Disneyland, and look at what that has become. And now you can get a loan to buy a pair of jeans. So, <laughs> um, Or a mattress. Yeah. And who knows how long that's going to last. So people are just used to getting easy money. And a lot of it's cheap money. And I mean, stuff like this doesn't last forever. 
Yeah, I mean, I I thoroughly believe that history repeats itself. And, I mean, times are not always going to be like this to go out and get financing. No. It's just not going to be this easy. No. And so. they may require larger down payments than nothing down or 5% down. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah. you may <laughs> want to start preparing for that stuff. Exactly. So um, next up, uh, Ray Kroc. Um, he wanted to expand his McDonald's brand in the 1960s, but cash flows tight and he was putting every dollar back into his business. So Kroc borrowed against cash values in his whole life insurance policies to fund a marketing campaign. How many McDonald's are there now, Kyle? Over 37,000. <laughs> and how much revenue do they produce every year? Over 21 billion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's insane, but he had to have capital. Mm-hmm. He needed to, if he couldn't fund that marketing campaign somehow. And you would think, sto- like you would think, you know, these stories were telling you more people would be touting this stuff or you'd be hearing more about people using whole life insurance. Like, why aren't these insurance companies, why aren't they, you know, using this as marketing too? I mean, <laughs> it's like Dave Ramsey tells you how stupid it is or other people like him, how stupid it is to put money in whole life insurance. Mm-hmm. But look at these mega entrepreneurs, billionaires, you know, absolutely. And so. you know what? When Ray Kroc bought that whole life insurance policy, we don't know if he had any intentions of ever using the cash value in it. No. But it just turns out whole life insurance comes with cash surrender value, and it's it's always there with whole life insurance. Well, yeah, there wasn't Nelson Nash during you know these people we've talked about at that time talking about infinite banking, how to use this as a asset. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they just needed money, and they found that, oh, I can use it here. So Absolutely. And... I know what well, well, people think. Well, maybe he could have used, uh, maybe he could have squeezed and pinched, you know, and and somehow gotten more out of his cash flow from his business to fund the marketing campaign. Well, I mean, it's pretty nice to not have to do that oh, because yeah. you're taking care of your family with the whole life insurance policy that also has cash surrender value mm-hmm. to go along with it. Why squeeze and penny pinch if you don't have to? Exactly. I mean, that's a life of misery. <laughs> yeah, how long... Maybe you could do that for a year or two, but how long can you do that your entire life? No. So there's lessons to be learned from this stuff, I think. Absolutely. So the next one is uh, Doris Christopher. Now, um, they had an idea to create a business that would allow other people to put on in-home cooking demonstrations for their friends and families using her products. So she borrowed $3,000 against the cash value of her whole life insurance policy to get started or to get the Pampered Chef started. We've all heard of Pampered Chef. So in 2002, Berkshire Hathaway purchased her company for $900 million. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. So, you know, borrowed $3,000, got her business started, and turned it into $900 million. But Kyle, what was the rate of return on her life insurance policy? You know, if it was 1%, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talk about this with a lot of people. They just get so focused on the life insurance policy. I can understand that you want it to be designed correctly. I I get that. I was there. And it should be. And it should be, yes. But don't lose sight of what infinite banking is Mm -hmm. because of a life insurance policy. Absolutely. So, And I wish we could have numbers of like how much they were paying in and we could have seen, you know, the policies... 
that they were using, how they were performing. It'd be interesting, but it'd be awesome. But it doesn't matter, obviously, because they're turning, you know, these they started these businesses and they're turning them to billion dollar businesses. I mean, what was what was Ray Kroc's rate of return? Twenty one billion of revenue a year now. <laughs> I mean, that's in yeah, <laughs> that would be really hard to calculate, but it's massive. Mm-hmm. So um, one more here. Um, Jim Harbaugh, for you sports fans, he's the University of Michigan um, head football coach. And he had his contract amended to include access to a cash value in a permanent life insurance policy. $14 million of life insurance premium to be paid over seven years. He's going to have access to that money through policy loans and withdrawals tax-free. Why did he want a life insurance policy? Tax-free. Exactly. I have a feeling he was paying enough in taxes that he didn't want any more mm-hmm. money to come as a paycheck. But how great for the university to own that policy on him. So he, can, he has this set amount that he can access from the policy. And then when he dies, they're going to recoup what they gave him in death benefit. Absolutely. So... The only caveat I want to add to this story is we aren't sure that this one was whole life insurance, but it was a permanent life insurance policy mm-hmm. with cash value. Some sort of the, yeah, permanent insurance. So along the same principle. Yes. Um, you know, I, I just think these are, these are things that we can all learn from. Um, so here's like five things that Kyle and I came up with that you can take away from this. One, whole life insurance is not correlated to the market. It's, it's going to go up every single day, and you can count on that. Mm-hmm. It it's, provides safety, liquidity, guarantees, and controls to those who own it. I mean, look at what we've just talked about and what they've reaped from that. Yep. Um, two, you can access the cash value for anything you choose to. A bank wouldn't provide a loan to um, Walt Disney. Mm-hmm didn't matter to the life insurance company. Mm -hmm. He could take a loan for whatever he wanted to. Yep. I mean, you could fund your vacation through a whole life insurance policy. You can't fund your vacation through a bank loan. Yet, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I like that caveat. Um, Three, accumulating capital is a must to survive. I mean, enough said. We we talk about that every single week. Mm -hmm. Um, Four, what the policy returns to you on your cash value is not the point of the infinite banking concept. Having total control of the banking function and opportunities that you're presented with is, like we said earlier, should your policy be designed correctly? Yes, mm-hmm. it should. It should be designed to fit your situation best. But that isn't what the infinite banking concept is. No. The rate of return is just icing on the cake. Your policy should definitely perform well. You should not be losing money doing this but the total rate of return just doesn't really matter no it does but it doesn't it it does but it doesn't and i think you guys can read into that Mm -hmm. for exactly what it is and finally life insurance can be used very creatively in business planning if you have if you're a business owner and have employees that you want to retain this can be a powerful strategy to put the so-called golden handcuffs on people Mm -hmm. and potentially even reward yourself on the back end and have money flow back to you with a death benefit. Recoup any costs of like you could do maybe some sort of pension for that employee or just 
some sort of incentive for them with access to those cash values. But then when you get that death benefit back, boom, covers everything. Yep. So I think a lot to be learned from this and, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. So that's all we have for today. Thanks guys for tuning in this week and we will be back with a podcast next week. This was the Cash Value Solutions Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com. And don't forget to tune in next week.